How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and it's another episode on Between the Sheets with Dr. Love, and I am talking to my single women out there today. Yes, why is it that we feel like we are the only ones single in the whole entire world at the moment? So I thought, you know, I am definitely going to jump on and have a chat with you guys about this because it can be a quite a lonely space. And I know this because I get questions all the time and when I am talking with people that are single, you know, they get, why do I feel like, why do I feel like I am the only one in the world that's single? Everyone seems to be in a relationship. And as we move out of what we had was summer, well, not, it seems ages ago, you know, through this whole COVID-19 thing and this isolation, I can't even remember summer. I forget what it feels like, what it was like to enjoy those days, but coming into the isolation and then into the cooler months, you can feel like you're the only single friend in your girl gang or in your social circle. You know, summer usually is about pool parties and balmy nights and sipping cocktails and hooking up with cute guys on the weekends and, and that sort of stuff. But we've really gone into a place where that is not happening regardless because we obviously have um, some rules around, I don't like the word social distancing, around, um, you know, actually social distancing is okay. I don't like social isolating because I don't think we should be isolating from each other. We should be distancing. Anyway, that's a different topic. But through this time, your friends have been probably shacking up with the guy that they've been seeing for the past few months. And those blokes have been a priority for them in at this time. I mean, what else are they going to be doing? So you're really feeling really single out of the group. And when you do catch up or if you jump online, you can easily feel like the third or the fifth or the seventh will with your girlfriends because they've got their partners with them. So while they've been cozying up with their new partner and enjoying you know, their time, you've been probably trying to enjoy your singledom, but it's been limited at the moment. Okay. So although you normally play by your own rules and you probably still do, the benefit of being single, I guess, in these times is that you don't need to share the remote with anyone and you can have the Tim Tam packets to yourself and you don't need to compromise on sharing any of that carbon sugar content. But that's really what you're doing with your time right now being single. And what you're seeing is on online is all this social media stuff. You know, couples are putting selfies out there and they're, you know, doing TikTok challenges together and cooking in the kitchen and they've got a beautiful, it looks like they've got a great fitness regime and they're just doing life together and you sort of watch in the background. And so it feels like you're a lot more single at the moment because of all of that stuff is going on. Okay. And sometimes you feel like the only person, single person left in the world. Obviously, that's not true, but with all that stuff in front of you at the moment, that is how you are feeling. So what is it that you need to do if you're the only single person left in your group? 
Okay. So when the, you know, restrictions loosen up a bit and we can catch up, I think they're, um, they're going to ch- be changing them up sooner. We can catch up probably about 10 of us. But I think what you could do is make sure you catch up with your group without the partners. Now, it feels like I know that your partners are always with their – they're always in a couple, right? They're always with their partner. They're always hanging out. But there needs to be a time where you guys catch up without them because let's face it, although you're happy for them, there's this small chance that you're slightly annoyed that they keep bringing their partner, boyfriend or girlfriend with them whenever you want to catch up. Sometimes without realizing, bringing a partner to your usual girls' night or boys' night or your dinner starts to shift the the group dynamic and the way that you interact in your normal group. So the normal crew start to act a certain way with each other, but they're more inclined to act a little bit differently if the partner is present. So really make time to catch up, but be very clear about wanting some one-on-one time. So it's just you and the girls, no partners. And it might mean that you need to emphasize that fact just so that you can meet up. I mean, you might want to, I don't know, spill some juicy gossip about your sex life. And if they're bringing their partner, I don't know, that could be a little bit awkward. So I want you to make sure you're catching up minus the partners and make it a priority. Okay. The other thing you should be doing is getting to know your friend's partners. So it's really easy to think of them as the enemy, you know, like after all, they're taking, I mean, it sounds a bit schoolyard talk, but after all, they're taking your bestie away from you. Okay. But that's how it sort of feels. It as even as we become adults, it's like, oh my God, you know, they've they've gone, their energy's gone or their time's gone or it's been redirected somewhere else. So rather than making it uncomfortable and awkward when they're around, it really does pay off to get to know your friend's partner. So putting in the effort with your friend's partner is really showing them that you want to be able to hang out in any situation. Like if it's important to them, then it's important to you, you're going to make the effort. And it really does make it easier for your besties or when they're planning a movie night or birthday drinks or a, a night in or whatever it is, because they can include you. They don't want to exclude you. So try not to put yourself in that position. And like, who knows, you might actually become really good friends with their partners and find out that you've got more in common with them than just your friend's company. I mean, your bestie must have you know, good tasting people. After all, you are their bestie as well, right? So why don't you find out why, you know, your bestie loves them so much? And you might find that you also love spending time with them just as a couple as well. Another benefit is you don't even know, they could have some really cute single friends and all of this could work in your favor. That's if you're looking, of course. So the other thing you can do is find some single friends. It's like when you become a new mum, like, You've got your friends that aren't mothers, but you also want to connect with other new mothers. And that's the same as being single. You want to have your normal friends and if they're partnered, great, but you still need those single friends to do single stuff with. Okay. And I get it. Being an adult and making friends is a little bit harder than when you were younger and you could make like a new best friend by the end of recess. You could have a new best friend every day, actually. I know that happens for my kids is that, oh, she's my best friend. I thought, and I'm like, I thought, you know, Jessica was, oh yeah, yeah. But today she's my best friend. Well, they could go out in the street and hang out in the cul-de-sac. And if one child has a scooter and the other 
child has a scooter. It's like they're speaking the same language and all of a sudden they're playing with each other and they're best friends. It's like it's not as easy for us to do that. But we do actually have to go outside and mingle to find friends. Okay. Just like the kids, they won't make new friends sitting inside watching Netflix. They need to actually get out there and mingle. So although it's a bit daunting, especially if you haven't done it for a while, thinking of making new friends, probably even learning who you do and don't get along with anymore because you've become so comfortable with your current friends, it will be rewarding in the long run. And you might gain some really good friends for life and they could add to that circle. So we often do become comfortable and complacent with our friendship circle because it's really familiar. So when we step out of those comforts, because we are, you know, creature of comfort, right? We do find new friends and it often opens up a, a world of new possibilities. You don't know what comes from that friendship. So ways to make new friends are probably easier than you think. Think about, you know, something simple like starting out with a hobby or, I don't know, an adult art class or wine tasting, cheese tasting, uh, playing a sport, I don't know, joining the local team, any of that sort of stuff. For me, it was joining the local Pilates reformer class, love it. And we've all sort of got a very similar attitude in life. So even joining your your coupled friends at their dinner parties and their birthdays, that's also going to help you meet new people and become part of a bigger circle of friends. Still why being associated to your current friends, okay? So it's not like you're leaving them to be with other people. It's like you've added more to your friendship circle. So my final thoughts on this is that really at the end of the day, it isn't so bad being the only single friend in your group. I mean, after all, you're really probably leading an exciting single lifestyle. And although some days it doesn't feel exciting, you really have freedom to do what you want, when you want, and how you want. And let's face it, they could be secretly jealous of you. You know, you've always got great stories to tell at the dinner table because you're out and about and they're always doing the same thing day in and day out. And I know, I know for some of my friends that they vicariously live through some of the single people because they're like, oh my God, it sounds great. But I do want to say I never, ever, ever feel pressured to be part of a couple just because your friends are all coupled up. No, being single is great for many reasons. And so, you know, I want you to own that and do what you need to do while you're single because if you're in that space of being single and you've got high self-worth and you respect yourself, when the next person comes along, you'll know your worth and you'll know whether or not you are compromising. But if you stay in that single space enough to get to know yourself, you won't compromise in that space. You might find yourself in a really good relationship. So on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. This is Dr. Love. Send me your messages, like, subscribe, tell all your friends. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at dr.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.